You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Tell me you love me. I need a good laugh. I'm holy water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? I've got a new friend. A perfect stranger. He's got a bullet with your name in the chamber. I'm body organ. Rearranger. You feel my danger. Show with Jay Dubs and Rocky. And Nora. We're broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit Studios in Rock in Royal Oak, Michigan. Be sure to find us at podcastdetroit.com. It's Nooner Time. Somebody bring me a mirror. Happy Hump Day! Hey. Okay, so listen. You were, so listen. No, my no. name's in, my name's in, in the in listen, the intro. Linda. Yes, listen, Linda. That's why I hey. wanted to tell you your name's in the intro. But you were already. I know. I yelled you came in I with your defense it. on. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. I did. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, ready. Like we're playing football or something. I was ready. I was ready. I'm Instead always of ready. being on the offense, Do I need to sit I'm, in between you two. I'm, ra- I'm always you on, on the Jackie. defense. I'm always on. You came in. You. You interrupted the intro and yelled your name like, <laughs> it, and this is after poor Jessica. Here I know Jessica, so sorry. Working she hard said, to get your name in there. I, yeah, she said, "Don't, don't scream in the mic." And I, I know, screamed in the mic. I said, "Please." Yeah, she and did then, say, please. and then after that, you and said, "Then I still screamed." In the mic. Is my name going to be in it? So, <laughs> well, if you would shut up and I listen, did add so it in. Name is there. So look, so now yes. everybody knows mm-hmm. that I'm actually a co-host. Yes, of everybody the knew show. that. Everybody already knew that. Okay. Everybody knew that. But anyway, so there's a lot to talk about. Last week, we yes. missed the week because um, we had Greg Stryker, yeah. who's an amazing singer-songwriter, scheduled. Um, and we've rescheduled him. And I think it's the end of November. But he was sick. <coughs> he very was sick. sick. Everybody got the flu. Rocky's yes. been sick. She's, yes. she's here, I know. Sounds like a man. <laughs> and actually, her and Greg were supposed to perform on the show last I know. week. So I was looking forward to yeah, it, too. Yeah. I was looking forward to, to it, too. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. We're going to perform a song we wrote together a long time ago. And it's a beautiful and, yeah, song. Yeah, one of my favorite songs. So I can't wait. So you guys are doing that at the end of November. You sound like Macy Gray today. Oh, I don't know who that is, but <laughs> I you feel don't? like I sound like yes, you do. You know who makes yes, it. Welcome yeah. to the Nooner Show. There <laughs> like, you go. Um, but the week before that, we took the week off, and there was a reason for that. There was a big event that happened. I wonder what that was. And what was that big I was event? a part big, of it. Big, 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 big event. Our beautiful, yes. lovely co-host Miss Nora got married. Congratulations. Thank you. And so let's kind of replay. I'm off the market, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's replay a little bit um, with with what happened because nobody really knew that this was going to happen. Just my Jackie and, you know, and my I'm so privileged. (laughs) And my daughter and the best man. My daughter was the maid of honor. So, and that's that's it. Nobody else knew. And so you guys planned this party and it was a housewarming party because you guys also got a new house. So, uh, but they, everybody that came that thought they were coming to just see your house and, you know. And there was a few people that, you know, didn't come and they missed it. And, yeah, Jackie and and my husband, mm-hmm. they came up with this idea. Mm-hmm. Well, we kind of all did. Yeah. But Jackie's like, when are you going to do it? She's running around the house. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> so let's tell let's it? tell everybody what the idea was. Okay. So what happened was everybody. Well, first of all, this is Nora before the party even started. She said nobody ever comes to my parties. I don't know if anyone's going to show. Aww. I said why would. Every, I they can't don't. imagine that nobody goes to Nora's party. I mean, she's the most outgoing yeah. person. I okay. So first I of all, I was like, I'll go. I well, look. First work. of all, I had Stupid this um, this this flashback of mm-hmm. like I threw my I have five kids, threw myself a 
a, a baby shower. Nobody came. I think it was a few oh. of my family, but that was it. It was, it was like a bus, really. So, and then my birthday's in December, and it's always mm-hmm. snowing and, and bad. So I can never yeah. have a part. Whenever I try to do something, it's usually a blizzard. So Aww. I just don't, you know. So yeah. I was like, you know, I'm going to do this. I And I was like, I don't care if nobody comes. And then it, closer it got to it, it was like, nobody's going to come. Aww, <laughs> and gosh. just the opposite happened. It was the constant <laughs> flow of people. There were so many people there. Aww. But what happened was what we decided, because she... Um, told everybody it was going to be a housewarming party, but yeah. really they were going to announce it that day. So what we decided to do was replay the proposal, and Aww. Terry was going to propose to her in front yeah. of every all Aww. the company. And I just then, got chills. Wait, and then and then my job was to say, so did you guys set a date? And then yeah. they were going to say, uh, or they did say the uh-huh. date was the Friday before because yeah. when they but actually got the married. Date, like, but so we so so no, I just have to tell you because yeah. Terry, her husband, is just he's he's cute as a button. But the whole time there's crowds there and like yeah. all the kids are there and stuff. And so I, I went up to him because people are leaving, you know, they're coming and going because they yeah. think it's a housewarming party. I said, Terry, let's go. Come on. You gotta you gotta do it now. There's a lot, everybody's here, there's a lot of people, yeah. let's go. And he's going I'm getting kind of nervous. I'm like, dude, you're already married. Like, it's too late to get nervous. Just do it. Who are you nervous yeah. about? He's not good in crowds. Though. Oh, no, I know. Oh, yeah. I so know. Cute. He's so opposite of you that way. It was yeah. so funny. So, so, so he did. He proposed to her in front Aww. of everybody, and everybody just went crazy yeah. and excited and tears. I'm going to start to cry. That's so cute. And so then I said, so, so what's the date? Well, the date was the Friday before. Yeah. This party. Well, I didn't already even hear married. you say what's the date. I yeah, just I said, stood up. Date? I stood up and I, you know, helped him up because he has bad knees. <laughs> so then he said, um, I said, so I don't want this to be a long engagement. So yeah. when let's set a date. And he's like, uh, he said, how about October 5th? <laughs> and which was I, the Friday. Yeah. I, was like, I was like 2018. And and then my coworker says, mm-hmm. she's sitting over here and she goes, no, 2019. Like, yeah. what are you talking? You know? Yeah. And then I said, nope. He, he like slipped me my other ring uh-huh. and I slid it on real fast. And I said, nope, October 5th, 2018, we're married. Aww. I did all like this. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody oh, was like, it was so cute. <laughs> That's awesome. It was so cool. It Aww. was a it beautiful was party and everybody it was, was so excited about it. And, yeah. Um, so then I'm, I'm going so on. Fun. It took me a minute. Because uh, probably like two weeks before I actually changed it on Facebook because I was like, do I want to change it on Facebook or do I care? Do I want to let people know or whatever? Mm -hmm. And so I finally figured out how to change it to Mary. So just got married. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh. And then everybody was commenting. Then I had people going, quit joking. It's stop yeah. lying. Stop lying. And they, I mean, er, nobody believed that it. That was the best kept secret. Yeah. You guys So did then great. I changed the name. I figured out how to change the name. And it was like, it just blew up. It was like Aww. all day, all day. Everybody's like, I had people texting me and everything. Wow. They're like, how are you? You're what? You know, how are you doing yeah. this? And I'm like, you know, I didn't think it was like a big deal. Yeah. It's uh, a big it, deal. I thought so it was really cool. Did you guys get engaged like officially or did you just get just get married? No, well, we got engaged, but I didn't want to wear the ring because we were going to oh, surprise okay. everybody because yeah. we knew we were just going to go to the Justin yeah. piece. So we did Aww. that. And well, congratulations. We could only get like a morning <laughs> appointment mm-hmm. because you once you get your marriage license and you pick a date, mm-hmm. you have to and um, like call the different judges okay. to find out who can accommodate that day okay, yeah, yeah, and what time so we ended up getting it was like friday at like 11 30 in the morning oh, that wow. we had to be there and then we went to cracker barrel afterwards <laughs> yeah i so love good. cracker barrel yeah <laughs> i do too it was so cool yeah, was the fun. whole thing was beautiful and yeah. uh, it was just so cool to see your family and yeah, your thanks, friends Jackie. so excited about it yeah and i'm so glad that terry got through that <laughs> he did he did and then when my daughter came from england because my daughter's back now Aww. she's back in the states Oh, so permanently? She, yeah. Permanently? Yeah, well, oh, I didn't oh, know wow. he has four years to retire. So, Oh, wow. From the Air Force. So they're in Georgia, in Valdosta. Oh, Valdosta, okay. So back in the States, not yeah, here. Yeah, they're though. here. Okay. So they came in for like a week or so mm-hmm. before they went to Georgia. So I had like a taco party at the house. So that was fun. So more people, you know, coming in. So it's just so fun to entertain. Oh, wow. It's like, oh, I'm entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the last name? Griffin. Congratulations. Again. Okay. I was remarried to number three. 
So that's going to be a whole other yeah, show. It is. You know, we're going to yep. talk about that yep. probably in January yep. when um, we have our yeah. Love so so you, won, you 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 didn't win the power or the Mega Millions, oh. but you won the lottery. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You cash in, huh? Uh, I wish I could have won. Yeah, I, had, I had last week. Wait. I had one number, the Mega Ball. I had. Week. I have three numbers. You I don't know too? if that means anything. And I have like the the last the Powerball. No, on the Mega Millions, I have three numbers. I don't know what the difference is. Oh, I don't either. But, but you didn't have the pow- You didn't have the Mega Ball either. Yeah, right? I did. In three <gasps> numbers. No, I had two numbers and the and the oh, Mega Ball. I, I think he won something. I'm gonna go check and see. I, I think might, he won like eight dollars or something. Oh, no, think, hey, at least I almost no, won my I money think back. He won more no, than that. You have to when have like have three or four in the oh, Powerball. Really? Oh, really? Okay, wait a minute. Wait, so I'm I'm confused because are I they mean, both the billion well, the dollar? Me, the Powerball is like six hundred and something this week. Oh, that's it. The Mega, <laughs> I know. The Mega Millions is the this is the record breaking right. Mega Millions. Wow, really? Yeah. So it's the highest it's ever been. And so you said one person won. One person out of South Carolina. They, they. Uh, I don't think the person's come forward yet, but right. there's a <gasps> I would store in South Carolina that says, that sold it. Serious? That sold it. Yeah. So they get nine hundred and something million dollars. Yeah, because taxes after takes taxes. Out like forty million or takes <gasps> out like forty percent yeah. or something. Really? Like that. Yeah, nine hundred. Yeah, but oh, so that's, that's just money. not. Oh worth, my god, that's not worth the two dollars. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't win if you don't play. I know. I <laughs> so. know. But, you I know, never bought tickets before, and I was like so sure I was going to win. Yeah, yeah, you were. I was like, I'm going to win. I just uh-huh. try, I, thought, I thought if I put well, it out to yeah. the universe, that makes nothing. me nervous with you because but like no. you're the type that go will go out and spend it. Well, no, I had, I had a plan and you. everything for but it. I think, I think if you buy the ticket, you have to feel like you're going to win. Yeah, you can't. I guess that's be true. negative. Right, you got to be positive. Right, right. I guess right. That's true. So, yeah. so wait, so if one person won the whole thing, that uh-huh. means they don't have the little small prizes too. Then no, they can get the lump sum. No, no, but what I'm saying, like. Like if you get like three numbers or four numbers oh, yeah. or something. Do if they somebody still have gets those five, other ones? Yeah. Somebody gets oh, five, they, they still get a win? million. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You get a million if you when get When was five. that drawing? Yesterday. It was last, last night. night. Oh, yeah. last night. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, so we didn't win. That's okay. <sighs> well, yeah. I'm here, so mm-hmm. I didn't win. Roxy, <laughs> you don't have to look so depressed, okay? I am depressed. I had really big plans for that Well, money. you have oh, the Powerball, so you should you should try for that. Get $8. I'm going to Starbucks. Hey. Yeah, you should do that, I think. Well, anyway, we have a big guest in the house big, big, today. Big, 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 mm-hmm. big, 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 big. Yep, I told him. Really big. I He's so, so big, we couldn't so get him big. through the door. He's special. <laughs> special. He's a special guest. I've been working guest. out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, let's see. Well, let's do a shout out before we get to our guest here. And uh, we want to do a shout out. Our show is sponsored by Tom Stewart Plumbing and Drains, serving the Metro Detroit Tri-County area. From leaky faucets to major plumbing repairs, Tom Stewart Plumbing can serve all your home needs. Give them a call at 586-625-7800 or reach them at TomStewartPlumbing.com. This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique and, most of all, inspiring. Most successful stories begin with stumbling on the first effort and sorting through the initial dominoes of setbacks. But what happens when you first step out and unexpectedly go viral, reaching millions of people on accident? How do you go about navigating your career when the bar has been now has now been set so high? For John Paul Wallace, this unexpected happy accident left him with a sense of confusion. After his live performance at his high school graduation went viral, he struggled with not knowing who he was as a musician or who he wanted to be. However, as he began to navigate in these strange waters, he found that these moments of confusion gave birth to the aha moment that he was seeking. For John Paul, it was low point. That a light of clarity shine through. Welcome to the show, John Paul Wallace. Wow, thank Welcome you guys. To the show. Appreciate John it. Paul. John Paul, it's so good to see <laughs> good you. To see I you. say that mom made me say all those nice things. I had a whole other intro back. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you since we drove together. Uh, I know. How have you <laughs> missed you? Hey, listen, so let's just get right to the point. Let's do it. Lots going on with you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exciting. And, exciting. You know, it's interesting because... I always research the guest, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and with you, of even course, when they live with you. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, but even with him, I, w- I thought, oh, this will, you know, I, I know what I'm going to ask him and stuff. But mm-hmm. really, so much has come up and come out 
of this new album of stuff that I had no idea. <laughs> and so it was like, okay, I better really listen to these lyrics because yeah. this guy, this guy needs therapy, man. And I didn't even know about it. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Clarity dropped when? Yeah, so it dropped. The official release date was set to be last Friday, mm-hmm. and uh, but it dropped on SoundCloud, and there was a little bit of a glitch in the distribution. But it officially dropped on all flat on all platforms yesterday on Tuesday, so it's officially oh, okay. available on Spotify and Apple Music and everything now. And mm-hmm. it is a fantastic album. Thank I you. It's love amazing. It. I love it. It really, it really is. is. Now, how many songs are on there? Seven, eight, eight songs. Eight songs. Yeah, eight songs. Total. Okay, so how did? You know, we talked a little bit, obviously, in the intro about the whole happy accident, as you called it. That's what you coined it. And I I love that. I mean, Mm -hmm. it it really, I never really thought about it that, you know, when you go viral like that, you you really are at the top. And it's like, okay, now what? Yeah. Yeah. I never realized. So when you coined it happy accident, you didn't get that from Jackie, right? No. Yeah. That was was something that just kind of came out. Yeah. I know. So. Take take us to how Clarity came evolved. Sure. So, uh, so after the whole graduation thing happened, I really struggled to find myself as a songwriter because I didn't have a lot of songwriting experience. So I wrote a lot, and uh, I wrote a lot with my with my manager Frankie, who's also a songwriter, and and we sent a lot of ideas. He heard a lot of horrible songs that I wrote. <laughs> how does he handle it when they're horrible? Yeah. Like, what does he say? <laughs> He he tries. I, he at first he would try to like make me feel okay about it. Like when we first started, you know, he's like, "Yeah, it's good." Like I don't know if we should really move on with that. And then at some point, I was like, "You know, you really gotta like tell me uh-huh. like what you're thinking about this." Uh-huh. And then he would be like, "Yeah, this one's not it." But when when you when you let him listen to it, did you did you in your mind say, "Oh, yeah, this is." This is great. I think this is There were some songs I yeah. kept pushing on him. Like yeah. I was like, hey, did you listen? Like, what, are you sure? And he, <laughs> he was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I was like, okay. They suck. I have yeah. a question because for most people who are, you know, your age and like just songwriting for the first time, how did you separate your feelings from mm. that? Because it's so emotional. That's right. That's great. what I was like, Because too. being so yeah. young, right. I mean, yeah. I think at your age especially, people The rejection be, of something that you put well, your yeah. heart yeah. and soul yeah, into. So how did, you, how did you not away. shut down and say, forget it, I'm not doing this anymore then? Yeah. If I'm not. Or fuck you, yeah. I'm not playing yeah. this song <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just say it, you know? Like... Well, I knew like writing never came naturally for me. Like I like I study a lot of, you know, great lyricists and, and great writers and and like I knew I, I knew I wasn't there yet. So like hearing the rejection, like I, I didn't not say I expected it, but like I I wasn't it wasn't surprising to me. Mm-hmm. Like I knew I, I knew I needed to improve and so it was just kinda keep sending stuff until I stumbled upon something where I could, you know, like a, maybe my own formula that mm-hmm. I've kinda like settled into a groove of it now. But I don't know. I kind of, it wasn't ever a surprise. Like I knew I wasn't where I needed to be yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I just don't give up. In other words, don't give up. Yeah. And yeah. so I knew I'd find it eventually. It was mm-hmm. just a matter of keep. Do you yeah. send in everything you write? Like, cause it goes to Frankie first before, and he filters it before it goes to town, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, and I filter it before it goes to Frankie too. There's, <laughs> yeah. No, there's, you know, at first, it, like when I first started writing, every single thing I wrote went to Frankie. Oh, wow. But now I'm kind of, I feel like I've grown <laughs> to a place where I can write something and then listen back to it the next day and see if it's really worth mm-hmm. moving forward with myself before I send it to Frankie. But I've been wrong with that too. Like mm-hmm. I've sent, I've not sent him stuff and then, you know, kind of showed it to him later and he was like, this is great. Yeah. yeah. What wow. do you, like, <laughs> when did you write this? And, and actually one of the songs I was going to play today was one of those. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So go back to the process of, uh, developing clarity yeah so i just kept working at writing and you know i stumbled upon like the first song on the album i think i wrote uh, a little under two years ago and so i kind of stumbled upon that and that was really the first song that i started on my own that made it this far what song underlying feelings okay (laughs) yeah so that one i wrote like i wrote a piano vocal there was no beat to it or anything that was the first song i wrote like that was just straight out of me you know and then uh, we recorded that one and kind of sat on it. And it wasn't it wasn't the strongest song um, because it was still, you know, I was still pretty new to writing. And uh, and then I started working with more producers. I started working with Red and Mac Mal, mm-hmm. and they produced a song called Stop What You're Doing. And that was the second song written off it. So that was when I really started to feel confident in my writing abilities and my lyricism. And uh, so we started putting that song together. And then I and then this past like this past 
spring. It would have been like April, May. Frankie suggested we do like a stylistic change and uh, and go towards more of an older sound. And and so we got some tracks from some producers um, that are on this album and and I immediately just started going to town on them and, and it was just kind of flowed was, out of me. That was a brilliant yeah, idea. Yeah, I credit Frankie yeah. a lot to this yeah. album because it was so, never would have happened So when him. he said that to you, was that something that you were – you jumped on board. You, yeah, like you could relate to what he was saying to you. Absolutely. Yeah, he called me and he or he's, he texts me. He's like, I think I have an idea. You know, give me a call. And so I called him. He's like, I'm thinking about doing a stylistic change. And he he brought up Stevie Wonder and mm-hmm. and he was like, and I've I've always looked up to Stevie Wonder. Right. He knew that. That's why he brought it up. And he was like, maybe go more towards that sound and less of the electronic pop that we've been working with before. And I was like, yeah, let's try it. And so I sent him a couple artists that I liked, like Daniel Caesar, who does a little bit more like that. And um, Daniel Caesar is not so much like. Stevie wonder but it's more of an organic sound and it's not so electronic uh which was comparable to some of the stuff i was writing and then he sent me some stuff too to listen to and so we got in the studio and started working on it and then coincidentally producer uh kyle sherwood who produced three of the songs on the album he had some tracks laying around that he sent to us that like nailed that style perfectly and i was able to and it just really inspired me to to get writing to it and yeah and so clarity though is not a song on the album no so the title clarity uh it it came so after we kind of talked about it a little bit but after the whole graduation thing i fell into like a slump of like not knowing how to i guess top that you know like like as a musician like your goal is to always top what you've done mm-hmm. before you know and so i was like really really new to the music industry when that all happened and like none of that was planned i wasn't prepared for any of that to happen. Mm-hmm. And like all of a sudden I was getting all these people following me on social media and, right. and these things on TV and podcast, radio interviews mm-hmm. and whatever. And, you know, and I rode that wave and I was just really excited and I didn't really do anything with all that stuff. I was just happy to be there and mm-hmm. just waiting for the next happy accident to happen kind of thing, you know? <laughs> and when it didn't, because it doesn't, you know, that's right. not how it works. Right. Uh, but I didn't know that at the time. And so I was just kind of chilling and waiting around. And, chilling up at the top of the mountain. Yeah, right? yeah. Not just, knowing where to go. Exactly. Like I just yeah. figured, you know, like from here, like it'll just carry and it'll just keep going and the right, right. things are going to happen. And mm. that's not how it works, apparently. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, not how <laughs> not in the real world. Yeah, so, um, Did you notice? You notice it? No, well, like, I he was in a little bit of a funk, uh-huh. but I didn't really realize how bad it was until I listened to the lyrics mm-hmm. on one of the songs that we're going to play and dissect today. But oh, go ahead. Yeah, so that kind of like the first six, I'd say probably like three to six months after the graduation video was just riding the wave and enjoying it, and then you know the next, I say six to eight months after that was kind of like all right, let's like let's you know let's try to like make something else, and so I, that's when I started getting into writing more, and I started playing a couple shows, and then after that, just nothing was popping off. Like I, I didn't like anything I was writing. I wasn't confident in my writing. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't really. I wasn't confident in my performing skills and my live setup, and and just like. And then after that, like it was probably the beginning of 2018, I started to see some upside, and I started to write some stuff. Uh, some new stuff that I was liking a lot. And, uh, and so it seemed like it was moving. And, and I, like, I remember New Year's of this year, I was like, this, like, this is my year right here, like 2018. Like, yeah. I'm about to hit it in the face. You just claimed it. Yeah. I right. knew it. I was like, 2018, that's my year. And so, and that was, I had like five or six songs going. And I think only one of them ended up getting finished, which was actually Stop What You're Doing. Um, and the rest of them kind of fell through and, you know, we didn't really care for them anymore. And then, and that's when I really started to struggle, you know, with like not knowing what to do and just not having, I didn't feel like I had any purpose or any motivation or idea or focus of what I wanted to do next. And mm-hmm. there was no overarching plan of what I was doing. I was just kind of like floating, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like, I just didn't know what to do every day. Like I knew, always knew I was like, I need to be doing something, but I just and didn't know And the interesting what. thing is what you're describing is had you not gone viral, it's what you would have experienced in the beginning, that stumbling, mm-hmm. right, that right, whole right, sorting right, through, that right. trying, that failing, yeah. that mm-hmm. getting back up, that, yeah. you know, but that's not how it worked for yeah. you. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, and I'm I'm super thankful the whole thing with the graduation right. video happened because, oh, yeah, I mean, sure. I, I still wouldn't be in the, I don't think I'd be in the position I'm in. And I think that also kind of showed me what I was capable of from a right. writing standpoint. You know, I was like, I know I could write something like that. Right. Like, I can definitely do it on my own original mm-hmm. music, you know? Right. And so that also kind of pushed me because I knew I could. And, uh, but I, I'm, I got, like, I'm not going to say I got sick of it, but, like, I hated, like, after two years 
of being like still people are like that's the kid that's saying at graduation yeah. you know what I mean and like yeah. I felt like I was like I've been writing so much other stuff and like yeah. right but like I like I said I'm so thankful that I could still have that experience but it was like it got tiresome for me you know I was like I just want to like be move on to the next mm-hmm. thing already you know right and so and that's normal yeah and yeah. so this was before we made the stylistic change back in May or whatever and and so I was just really like like I started writing over like YouTube beats and it was like and eh, it's all right and like it was just like it was just like on my phone, like note after note and voice memo after voice memo, <laughs> just stuff I just didn't like. And so when we started, when we made the stylistic change and started getting tracks, I started writing to those and like, I was just like feeling it. Like I just mm-hmm. loved everything I was writing and I was so proud of it, you know, even though it was just, whether it's just like the beginning of a song mm-hmm. that we hadn't even demoed or anything, I was just so happy with it. And so we got in the studio and demoed like, I think five or six songs off this album. And, uh, and my manager Frankie was like, you know, I think you know we might actually be onto something here. Like the stylistic change might have been a good thing. And then we sent those demos to Tommy. He called me right away, and he was like, "This like we found our we found our style. Like this fits you so much better, and you know you can yeah. tell you're just feeling it more." Mm-hmm. And so after that, we started getting in the process of finishing those songs and like the studio we were at. Uh, who Paul Morris, who's an amazing audio engineer, one of the greatest guys I've met in the music industry. Um, but his computer crashed, which I felt so bad for him because he was, I know he was struggling with it. Um, so like our whole process was delayed a little bit in, in recording and, you know, like Tommy was calling us and being like, you know, like what's, what's update? And we're like, we're just kind of sitting around waiting for this computer. And he's like, all right. And so I started to get into recording myself uh, and setting up the studio in my basement. And I was like, you know, maybe I should try uh, doing this and, and big credit to red and Mac mall. Cause they, they have a setup, you know, similar to mine and theirs is a little more fancy than mine, <laughs> but, and the stuff they create with it is just unbelievable. And I was like, if they can do something this good just in their house, like I think I can do, do something it. at yeah. least half as good, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and they kind of show me the ropes on how to use this stuff and, so that's when I started getting into it on my own. And then I just got really excited and I was like, I can just start pumping this stuff <laughs> out. And so we got into this process of me recording it and my other producer, Kane, who's also one of my best friends, he mixes it. And then we go to Paul's and we just finish it and master it. And so then we were starting able to finish the songs. And in the midst of all this in like July, I woke up one day and was just like, extremely focused and motivated and just excited about everything. And I just had this whole plan and layout of like the next 10 steps I was going to do. And Mm -hmm. I was just thinking like four steps ahead of where I was moving. And that for me was like the moment of the, my clarity moment Mm -hmm. of like where all of a sudden everything just flipped the switch and I just became really clear headed on where I wanted to Mm -hmm. go next. And so when we were trying to come up with the name for this album, it was like, we were talking about like what, like this time in your life, the process of making this album, not so much the content of the album, even mm-hmm. though it's on there a little bit, but in the process of making it, like what does this time in your life represent to you? And now, like even since then, it's been, I think, three or four months since July now, and I still feel so mm-hmm. focused and motivated, and I don't know what Kids happened. Speed, I, I see swear it. to God, yeah. I was just <laughs> yeah. going to say, he gets and, up I, and I'm like, oh, he hasn't slowed down. You no. see no. how focused he is. Well, yeah. and like this yeah. week, for example, just even this week, what, what you, so you <laughs> yeah. started off Sunday at the jazz yeah, show. Yeah, the jazz you show. Shouts the, out to Jasmine. She had me on her yeah, show to, she, to talk about the album. Awesome. Great, great interview. Yeah. Great interviewer. Yeah, she, she's amazing. I, I listened to that. It was fantastic. I just wrote down all the questions. I thought that's what I'll ask you. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I didn't have Absolutely. to do any research. Sure, yeah. No, that was a great interview. Yeah. So you, no, you did her. that. And then um, yeah. yesterday you had singers. Singers in the round after yeah, class. And then the I round. had singers in the round. And then today. That was fantastic. Yeah, singers in the round. What an experience. Yeah, I didn't really know a whole lot about it. Shout out to Yorg, man. And that was yeah. so cool. Yeah. So you had that last night today. You're today, on the Nooner I'm show. on the show. I got a photo shoot later today. You got a photo shoot today. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then tomorrow I got rehearsal with uh, getting together with the guys. So arrange these, finish arranging the songs for this album and then some new original stuff I'm working on and as well as some covers and get the whole live setup going for a show I have on the 14th. Which is where? At the Aretha Franklin Jazz mm-hmm. Cafe that recently yes. opened up. Mm-hmm. So All I'll right. be playing there. Uh, so we're, we got rehearsal for that. What time's that show? That show, uh, it's between four and seven. I think we're going to play from six to seven, but we're looking to have some other acts potentially before us. So, mm-hmm. okay. 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 And then um, on Saturday, you're yes. going to be at Local Scream. Yes. Which, which I'm really excited about. I love about. those guys. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. Shout out to uh, Merck 
um, Marin, I'm going to come and hang out with you guys because I, I <laughs> love those guys there. So yeah, you're going to, and you know, we what, knew you, that right? you'll probably, <laughs> you'll probably do a live thing there. They're probably going to have you perform yeah, live. That's you know, what I was they did thinking last about time. it. I think I might do like a song that's not like, it's, I just wrote a song like last week. I think I might oh, perform that on the show. Cool. Of the so they get songs. a sneak peek for that. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. So you have that and then you have two video shoots. Yeah. We're two shooting, different video yeah, shoots. Yeah. Two music videos this weekend, which I'm really excited about. Yes, we're shooting you. one. For you haven't slowed down. No, I'm just excited though. Like I'm not like, I just. That's great. I just wake up and every day I'm just like excited to work on this stuff. And I tell you what, it's getting harder and harder to focus on school. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, I just am so it's excited about all this. It's becoming a battle at home yeah. now. I know. <laughs> I'm like, no, dude, you're almost through. You got to finish. Uh, I know. Uh, so let me ask you this because your album, we're going to play, we're going to play uh, Blame It On in just a, in just okay. a minute. And then I do want to talk about that song. And I want to know when you wrote those lyrics because okay. it, it is pretty dark compared to the way you usually write. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the interesting thing is that you've worked with so many different people that there's like a different flavor with each song. So yeah. how do you define the genre? What what genre is it? I actually kind of struggle with that. But yeah, there's nine producers on the song, not including myself. And uh, so uh, I'm sorry, nine producers on the album. And every song, I mean, there are like there there is a pretty like Better Me is a rock song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blame It On is a hip hop song. You know, You Should Know is more R&B. Mm-hmm. And then like Never End a Storyline is like singer songwriter. So I, I, I just kind of call it pop because I think my overall take is like a pop twist on different sounds kind mm-hmm. of thing. I think okay. that's sort of what could describe that can kind of encompass the whole album is just like a pop twist on Mm -hmm. a contemporary pop twist on, you know, whether it's an older style or a hip hop song or whatever. Okay. Okay. So, all right, cool. So let's listen to blame it on. And it's up on all the sites now and Spotify, John Paul Wallace. I think I may have made some more as Every time I open a packet, emptiness sends me two steps back. And the past is stacked, it's still trying to pull me back. What's another knife in my back? What's another life in the stack? What's another time to relax? What's another time to sit back and watch the time fly by? But I slowly sink six feet under the grass. I'm up to bed, I'm falling flat. But my thoughts on the words, and this is exact. This ain't an act. Too long. I've been losing myself to thoughts. Oh, no, 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 no more. You are telling me that I can win more than I lose. And you ain't trying to help it, no, you are watching the world come all down. And once I break the spirit, I won't have no one to blame it on. You are telling me that I can win more than I lose. And you ain't trying to help it, no, you. Watching no one crumble down And once I break the snip I won't have no one to play it on No one to play And hating the process Optimism is turning to nonsense Uncertainty's taking my mindset Loving myself is a concept Where are the metrics and where are the fans? What happened to heaven? The grim in your hands What happened to all of your things and your plans? Pinball the shorts since the day you began Pinball the shorts since the cap on the gown Set the bar high and you've only gone down The voice in my head is getting so loud Kicking myself when there's no one around I've been on a low I didn't know When everyone talks about bumps in the road The critters they hold I've been living life alone this far too long I've been losing myself to thoughts No, no, no No, no more You are telling me that I can win more than I lose And you ain't trying to help it, no You are watching the world crumble down And once I break this mirror I won't have no one to blame it on You are telling me that I can win more than I lose And you ain't trying to help it, no You Wow. That's my second favorite song. Yay. That is such a cool song. song. But as a mom, it's like, <laughs> what the hell, dude? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's what I, I mean, that's what, 
that's what I love about that song because like a lot of my friends, you know, they love that song. A lot of my friends are in hip hop, you know, more more so than anything else. So mm-hmm. so do they love it because it's hip hop or do they do they actually, do you do your friends li- listen to the lyrics? And like are the lyrics relatable to your friends? I mean, it did just drop, so I don't have like a ton of feedback yet, but mm-hmm. overall, like, you know, my like my producer Kane, he mixed the vocals on this. And, you know, when I first, very first showed him the song, he's like, dude, this is so hype. And then after he started mixing it, you know, obviously you listen, like when you're mixing, you listen to the same line, every line, like a hundred thousand times, you know? And so I talked to him, you know, after he was in the process of mixing, he's like, man, like, this is like, this is kind of deep, you know, like, (laughs) you know, he didn't realize like what, you know, what it was about. When did you write the, that song? So I, I actually wrote the song in two separate pieces. I wrote like the first verse and the chorus, and then I wrote the second verse and then the pre-chorus together. And it was just one day, um, it was actually after we made the stylistic change. And this was one of the last songs written on the album, but, but Kyle Sherwood was the producer on this track. He made the beat and he sent me the beat for Better Me, Used To, and this song at the same time. And I wrote to better me and used to within like the first week that he sent them. And this one I sat on for like three weeks because I, I didn't really know what to do with that other than rap over it. Like it's mm-hmm. such a hype hip hop beat and it's mm-hmm. so fun. It, it's a great beat and I knew I wanted to do something with it. And so I kind of sat on it for a while. And then uh, one day I was just kind of going through whatever, you know, I was, I was about to get in the shower and <laughs> I started. And so I threw the beat on to see if anything would come out. And then I started writing the first verse to it in the shower and like I think I had, I think before I got out of the shower, I had the whole first verse written, you know. So as soon as I got, I put it all in my notes, you know, so I wouldn't but, lose but it. But is that what you were feeling when you yeah. wrote that? Oh yeah, yeah. So big that time. was at the point you. Yeah, I mean those lyrics are amazing. Thank yeah, you. Really I wish they are. were somebody else's song, <laughs> but they're really. Thank you. They're really, yeah. really good. Thank I, you. So who do you? Who do you look up to? Uh, like, who do you study for um, besides songwriting? Myself. No. Obviously, besides, <laughs> besides Nora. Yeah. yeah, Nora's actually a ghostwriter of mine. Yeah. She's oh, is she? a major writer on really? the album. <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, I mean, I'm from Michigan, you have to say Eminem. I, the, but mo- most recently, I'd, I've gotten into hip hop pretty recently. I was never really a big hip hop fan. And... Now, like I'd say in the past year, maybe two years, I've really, really gotten into hip hop. And I think I first got into NF uh, mm-hmm. when I found I heard a song, obviously, Let You Down, which was yeah. like, you know, his big right. breakout hit. Right. And then I when I looked him up on Apple Music, it said like Michigan rapper. And I was like, <laughs> super. I was like, oh, what's up? You know? <laughs> and so I started listening to his stuff and just listening how he tells a story about, you know, what's going on in his own mind. Like I like that really, really pushed me as, in, you know, in terms of songwriting to like to write about stuff that's real, you know, and right. not so much just to write about, you know, boy meets girl. Exactly. Girl meets yeah. The basic yeah. Thing, yeah. Right, you know, right. Which is what I, all I was doing. That's all I really knew how to write about. And I was like, I, you know, I can't like, there's certain things that a lot of people write about, like, like Eminem's an example, you know, like he can write about the come from nothing story because he right. experienced that, you know, mm-hmm. like I didn't, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I had, you know, great, I had a good childhood. I had a great family. You <laughs> know sorry. what I mean? We're sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Paul. You guys are really, I, I should you and I made you stand in the corner when you were little. It didn't break him though. Yeah. It didn't break him. But exactly. I rose above the corner timeouts, but no. So I was like, you know, like there's certain things I struggled like, with writing wise, you know, subject matter. And I remember me and Frankie had to talk about this and he was like, you know, like you're sending really good stuff, but you really need to work on your subject matter. You know, like your right. lyrics are good, but it's just not, it's not really like, it doesn't seem real at all. You know, mm. it's just basic stuff. And I was like, yeah, you know, you're right. I'll work on it. So I remember when I first discovered NF, I, he has three albums out. I listened to all the albums on repeat for like at least a month. Just, I listened to nothing but that. Wow. And so that really got me, like, I was just so interested in like, the way he goes about like there's on his latest album perception there the first song is called intro three because it's the intro to his third album mm-hmm. and it's this whole like the song it doesn't it doesn't mention depression but the actual lyrics is a conversation of him talking to himself right. but one perspective is from the perspective of depression and one mm. perspective is him and so like when after I heard Let You Down, I went to that album and listened to that song first, and I couldn't even move on to the rest of the album because I was like, "This mm. is brilliant!" Like the whole, the, the, because you like the first time listening to it, you don't get it right away, mm-hmm. and that's what I really strive for. So then I started getting into more hip hop, and I listened to like Kendrick Lamar a lot, and his his lyrics are 
unbelievable. And and then I started, you know, obviously getting more into Eminem, which I've always been a fan of Eminem's, but kind of from a distance, you know, right. I never really like dove into his lyrics or anything. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I really started pushing myself in terms of like wordplay and like saying something without actually saying it and like right. using symbolism and things like that mm-hmm. in my songs because, you know, like good hit, like I'm not bashing like, you know, mumble rap and trap hip hop, but that's not really like, that's not my style. Mm-hmm. And, but like when you look at like the foundation of hip hop, like when you go back to like NWA and things like that, like that's what it was all about mm-hmm. was like just the pure lyricism and you have to listen to it more than once to fully to understand it, yeah. and right. you still won't yeah. get all of it, you yeah. know? And that's right. so true. So blame it on was like a, a major product of that. And so like, I really like, you know, I sat through the lyrics and went over and over them again, like trying to say what I was trying to say without were you, know, you uncomfortable see, putting these the lyrics yeah, out there yeah mm-hmm. definitely like this song especially because it's a hip-hop song and i'm not a rapper mm-hmm. so i when i wrote this you know i wrote the first verse in the hook in the shower that day and i made a voice memo right away and saved it and didn't show it to anybody i didn't show it to frankie or anybody and you know i didn't really know like i didn't know if i liked it i didn't really know if it was gonna work and uh so when we went to the studio to demo all this stuff Frankie was like, well, we got through everything. I think we still got like an hour left booked, you know, like I'm going to head out, go ahead and do whatever you want. I was like, well, I did write that one song over another, what that last beat Kyle sent. And he was like, I was like, but it's more of a hip hop song. He's like, yeah, whatever. Like do whatever, you know, you got an hour. I was like, all right, cool. So he left, I got in the booth and started demoing it. And then he called me while I was in the booth and he was like, you should demo that song. Cause I'm, I'm kind of curious, you know, how it's going to turn out. You know, cause that beats awesome. I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm already doing it. So I demoed just the first verse in the hook and and I sent it to him and we sent all the songs to him and Tommy and they both called me right after. And they were like, mm. you know, they were talking about most of the other songs and they were like, and that hip hop one, like, I, it shouldn't work for you, but it, it really <laughs> does. Like, it, it works, you know? So I was like, that's fine with me. You know, like it's like, right. I, you know, I obviously have a personal connection with it, so I'm, I'm fine with it. And then, so we started moving along with it. And then the second verse came, uh, I wrote it in the car on, well, I wrote it in the car on my way home from work. And then I finished, I sat in the car for like another hour <laughs> and just like playing the beat on loop and, and writing. And, uh, and so that was just kind of another time I was just kind of, you know, going through feeling whatever. And like, there's a line in there that's like, uh, been falling short since the cap and the gown. Right. And mm. yeah, that line is like, is just like, I feel like I set my own bar so high before I was like, like prematurely before yeah. I was really like, right. Able to live up to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yep. like when I wrote the whole seven years thing, like it was nothing like, like I didn't sit there and like analyze my lyrics and go over right. them and like, think about what I was doing. No. It was just graduation like, was mm-hmm. on your yeah. mind. It was, an yeah, it just like time. came out and like, yeah. I like, you know what I mean? Like I questioned like if I wrote it or if, you know, whatever God came through me and yeah. wrote that or whatever, like, because oh wow, it just like, I like there was no first or second draft of that song. Right. It was mm-hmm. just like, I sat down one night and I wrote it right. and that was it. So it was like, I wasn't actually like, skilled enough at that time to be able to do that regularly mm-hmm. or on command you know right and to have that kind of result exactly yeah. so yeah. that was like so that's what a lot of the song is about was just that learning curve mm-hmm. after that and being able to get back like being able to actually have the talent or uh, the writing skills of what i had put out previously so yeah. interesting um is this the one that's doing the best Right now, yeah, it this is, is this is, uh-huh. seems to be the most popular, wow. which is no, weird. That is weird. <laughs> um, Wait, so what? What other songs are are like? So this is the this one's doing the best. What other songs are? Well, better me. I think better me has the most streams because it's the first song on the album, so people okay. usually go in order. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Never ended storyline is my favorite song. I <laughs> Rocky's gonna cover. I have that, said that. Yeah. You, I am gonna cover it. Yeah. I don't care what you say. If your people <laughs> okay. take it down, I'm gonna call your oh, people. Oh yeah, we are. We're gonna take it. So because you yeah, know his people. Okay. You'll be hearing <laughs> so, from my yeah. 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 We are. We, we share the same attorney. But as soon as you do, as soon as you do a video, Rocky, that's coming down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I he played that song for me when uh, as a voice memo, and I was like, that is a freaking great song. I yeah. love that. That song yeah and then you too. have a secret surprise coming out with that song which i yeah won't. we got a little collab project yeah but which i love as well yeah. but um, with a really talented yeah. female artist so i just it's the word secret which is not me okay yeah yes. but yeah but not, yeah. Not her. yeah no not talented her. no i'm just kidding, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no that just is kidding. my favorite song <laughs> thank you so i wanted to know how that song was doing because that's, that's my favorite <laughs> no, that song's doing well my, my favorite is used to I love I know, that song too. That's, my, that's my third I, The first day you said that. I love I like that song. I, I really like do. We're going to play that in a minute. Yeah. I do want to ask you something. Uh, this whole process, so everything you've gone through, now that I 
I'm starting to get to know <laughs> now my that you kid. Know about it. Sure. <laughs> yeah, now that I know about nice it. Nice to meet you, Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, John Paul. Um, I did get you an appointment for counseling, the therapy. I think that, so as soon as you leave here, they're actually yeah, yeah, going to yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. out to lunch that yeah. you said yeah. is yeah. actually an intervention. <laughs> Dr. They're, so and so. They're actually outside. Yeah. No, what I was going to say was, though, the interesting thing is. The whole process up to releasing this has been a bit of a challenge. I mean, there have been a few <laughs> oh, yeah. little stumbling blocks, right? Yeah. Talk about some of those. All right. Well, first of all, we didn't – well, I don't think Frankie and Tommy really knew that this was going to be an album until like probably like August. And But when I when we demoed all these songs and they were feeling all of them and I was feeling all of them, I was like, like – all of a sudden we just got like six or seven songs started that aren't that far away from being done, you know? So I was like, I like, I wouldn't mind putting out an album as kind of like to kick off this whole stylistic change and everything like the Mm -hmm. new me, you know, like I wouldn't mind just laying it all out there and then building on it from there. Like I kind of, so I didn't really say anything to them. Um, And part of that was because I, I heard of the listening party idea and uh, I really wanted to do that. And Mm -hmm. I was like, can't do a listening party with singles. So I was like, (laughs) maybe we should just start it off with an album. Um, So, when we decided we were going to start putting this album together, when I decided we were going to start putting this album together, um, we were in the process of finishing it. And then, like I said before, Paul's computer crashed. And so we were kind of chilling around for like, you know, a few weeks or a month while he, you know, he got, I mean, God bless that. He, <laughs> he went through, he went through so much in that month. I felt so bad, but, um, so we, we kind of chilled while we were waiting, you know, just waiting around to finish them. And then I started getting into recording myself and that is a huge learning curve for me. Cause I had no prior, I mean, I had like a little bit of just learning the basics of producing, but getting into recording myself was definitely a major step that I think is going to end up going a long way. Mm-hmm. But, um, so <laughs> I spent about a week trying to record on my microphone. That was backwards. And so (laughs) that was a lesson learned. Um, (laughs) And then we actually had another song that was supposed to be the eighth song on this album. Uh, It's called Turn Your Head, which I have worked on with my producer, Kane. We had just about the whole beat finished, which was like, that was really my first experience working through a beat start to finish. Like usually I have like a start to it or I add some, you know, ideas for finishing touches, but really actually producing it and working through it start to finish. Me and Kane had the whole beat pretty much done and I had it saved on a hard drive and apparently you're supposed to eject them properly. And I did not do that. So that hard drive broke and we lost everything on it. Um, Including actually some of the vocal takes that ended up that were on this album that I had to recut, which that wasn't so much of a big deal. Um, but that actually opened up a spot on the album for Underlying Feelings, which was an older song that we kind of forgot about. So mm-hmm. I always uh, liked that song too. So I, I did too. And I kind of forgot about it for a while because, you know, we were working with all this new music. And so, um, but I was like, I kind of <coughs> wanted to do eight songs. And so I started looking back through and I was like, this one's like ready to go. Like mm-hmm. it's already done. So you played um, that song. Uh, and I, I loved it immediately when you played that. And when you played it at the listening party, I, was, I didn't know it was going to be on the record. Mm-hmm. So oh, that was like a nice little treat. I was like, oh, I love this. I already know this one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to learn all these other ones now. So yeah. one down. <laughs> one less you have to learn. <laughs> no, but yeah. So um, that was definitely, I mean, that was probably one of the bigger setbacks was completely scrapping a song that was supposed to get, that I had planned to go on the mm-hmm. album. And what I, I think it's going to show up on a future because I, we still Everything love the song. For a reason. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I'm actually getting a lot of good feedback on underlying feelings too. Mm-hmm. Like some people yeah. are saying that that's their favorite mm-hmm. too. So I was like, maybe. Yeah. And what that about two weeks before your album drops? Your oh, your viral video yeah. that generated over 20 million views on all the different sites. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. nine, 9 million just on YouTube, but then there was the Ellen Nation, Mojo, and a whole bunch of other ones. Yeah, Instagram and everything. Gets taken down two weeks before. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember, I mean, that, first of all, that whole day, like, for stupid stuff, but it was like a horrible day. Like I had like an exam and a quiz and I just like, I had got no sleep the day before. And it was like, it was like a very stressful day. I get home and I'm about to send that link out to somebody for, I think it was for like a show or something. And I was like Mm -hmm. this, you know, I'm working on an album. This is like, this is some stuff I have out already. And I go to on YouTube to find the link and it doesn't show up. 
And like, obviously usually like you look up like seven years, JP Wall. So it's the mm-hmm, first thing right, there. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I was like scrolling and I was like, mm, it's not here. Mm. So I messaged the guy, uh, Tim Carey, who his dad was the one who recorded it and put it up. And I was like, Hey, I was like, is, you know, is there a reason kind of that, you know, that's like not showing up on my thing. And they were like, they told us it was a copyright issue all of a sudden, like two years later. Really? And it yeah. was gone all over. And it was like all, and it was, wow. yeah. So they said it's a copyright issue. And so they, they took it down off YouTube. Like it's all gone. And I was like, oh, were right they then. mad because all the likes? Oh is getting yeah. Well, yeah. I think Lucas Graham's dropping an album too. I think he might have oh. just dropped it, but he's dropping oh. it like the next week or so too. So okay. I think when they do that, they kind of go through and like clear out any other stuff that might be, you know, on oh. regarding. I that. just think it's weird how Me that too. timing, like, right? Yeah. Like it was so up for two first, years. At yeah. first, I was like, dude, like this is like this is the worst day right now. Just you know, like <laughs> stupid stuff, stressed about school and whatever, and and then I was like, you know, it's. It's a little weird that that was up for two years and then all of a sudden I'm about all to drop an album yeah. and like I've been like sitting here like for like for lack of a better word bitching about how I'm still the kid who <laughs> yeah. sang at graduation uh-huh. and, and right that, before and I drop it, an album. And now it's gone. Yeah. Right before I drop an album, all of a sudden it gets taken down. Yeah. And so at first I was like, I was like, oh, this like this sucks. Mm-hmm. And then it hit me. I was like, no, this is a really, really good sign. Like mm-hmm. this means that album, like this album is me now. Like yeah. this is like, this is True. what it's going to be. Yeah. It's clarity awesome. now. So, for a reason. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, it was yeah. very, very strange timing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That is weird timing. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's Two crazy. Years well, weird timing. And, yeah. and when you told me, well, I, I had that sick pit in my stomach like okay how am I gonna coach him through this and he ended up coaching me I mean tell, just tell these guys what you you said to me yeah well well my dad I was home alone when that happened and mm-hmm. uh, I just got home from class my dad came home from work and and I was like so you know I got some kind of horrible news and uh I was like, well, it's, you know, it's good and bad. I'd already gone through this whole thing in my own head, you know, mostly talking out loud to myself because there's nobody home. And, uh, <laughs> we have video cameras set up. That's fine. <laughs> if you guys want to watch we, we it, about it we'll time. put it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I was like, I have some, you know, good and bad news. And I was like, well, the seven years thing got taken down, yada, yada, yada. I was like, but, mm-hmm. you know, I have this album dropping in like two weeks. And I think it's kind of strange mm-hmm. that, <laughs> that that'd be taken down, you know, right mm-hmm. when we're taking this album, right when we're about to put this album out. And he was like, you know, that is a good point. Like, that's kind of weird, you know. Mm-hmm. So she came home and uh, she was taking the dog outside to go to the bathroom. So I went out there with her and I was like, I got something I got to tell you. <laughs> and, uh, and I she hate was like, that. I know. Yeah, yeah, I of the conversation. Yeah, I tell you. <laughs> it's like, don't start it like that. I know. And she was like, oh, like what? You know? And I was like, so the seven years video, you know, on YouTube got taken down and she's like, oh dude, seriously. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, but you know, I was thinking about it. I was like, why else would somebody, and I don't mean like physically, I mean somebody, you know, greater power. Why would they take that down right mm-hmm. before we drop this album? Mm-hmm. Like where like that is no longer a representation of me. To focus you know, that's on like, this album. That's like nowhere said. like I'm nowhere near like the same person yep. I was when yeah. that happened, you know? So why else that, would that conversation go down? just yes. blew me away? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. Because right. I mean I'm just but, so excited about but, all this. I mean music. it was it was time. Yeah. It was time. And that's right. what yeah. I felt it like. Was it was time. like right. I feel like he yeah. like God just told me I graduated from yep. graduating. Yep. You know? wow. yeah. It was time. <laughs> it was time. That's I like amazing. that. Yeah, yeah, you graduated. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Well I'm gonna start. So it's like, saying, all right, like you needed this you need and a then t shirt. Now you don't need it anymore. W W J D. What would John Paul do? JPD. JPD. do you know who do you know who Mario Andretti is? The uh, race, famous race car driver. Mm-hmm. He won. Um, he was like the only uh, race car driver who won uh, the Indianapolis 500, Daytona 500, and the Formula One. Oh, wow. Okay. He's from Italy. Mm-hmm. But nice. um, they interviewed him several years ago, and they asked him what his, the, his best tip for becoming a world-class racing champion and I'm going to tell you what his answer was, and then I want you to um, translate it for me or give me your interpretation. All right. um, he said, oh, now i got to find it because I, I wrote it down because it reminded me of you. Um, he said that it was very simple. He said, don't look at the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't look at the wall. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you think he meant by that? I think it's like if you like, if you, I mean, for me, it means like if you look at something as you're going to crash, like if you, you can choose to look at something that you could easily, like a pitfall you can fall into, or you can just keep looking at the road in front of you, like the next best thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, even if 
like I mean probably not for him because it'd be very dangerous if he crashed into the wall but like <laughs> you know for me it was like you know even if like I have a lot of things lined up I have music videos I have like three more songs written that I'm like already working on finishing and putting out you know figuring out a release date you know that's kind of farther down but like I know if any of these things don't fall through that's okay. Like mm-hmm. I'm still just excited, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just excited to figure out the next thing that's going to replace that then, you know? And yeah. I'm, and I'm not just not worried about like anything happening where it's going to like ruin me or like, right. you know, ruin my, kill my vibe or anything. And, yeah. and he went on to say that your direction will follow what you focus on. So if you look at the wall, you're probably going to hit the wall. <laughs> I and, love that. and the reason I brought this up is because it really does remind me of you. I mean, it, it, absolutely blows me away at how focused you you stayed and it doesn't matter what's happening and what you know what setbacks or what you know stumbling blocks you come across or whatever yeah. what gets thrown you just seem to stay focused on that road like yeah. you don't you never look at the wall yeah and that's that's amazing <laughs> thank you now now did, did, does that mean um she you know Jackie Mm. taught you well no no because i look at the wall unfortunately and she does yeah yes i do but john paul i've crashed a few times why do you call her jackie oh that's a good question oh yeah me and me and jackie have a very professional relationship Uh (laughs) no but in the house too oh i i can't even remember like i call you mom here and there but like the last time i really Mm -hmm. consistently just called you mom all the time i don't know like i feel like i i work for you at the parlor and we're business partners in music like I like more often than not, we're talking about something that's business related. And so, so she's more of a Jackie. Yeah, she really okay. is. And like Jackie, like <laughs> that's how and I plus feel. all like the kids at you know, the kids at the parlor, uh-huh. everybody always calls you Jackie too. Uh-huh. So it's like, I feel weird saying like my mom, you know, like it's funny like, though, she's because our boss. people that I do business with never mm-hmm. ask me for gas money. <laughs> so I just, it's really interesting. Then your mom. Yeah, then like I, mom. yeah, then I'm mom. <laughs> then your mom. I, I did come, it, you know, in the beginning, it was like, you know, I mean, I've, it kind of hurt my feelings, to be honest with you. Oh, sorry, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, but are you fine? I'm right. No, I'm going to write a song. <laughs> so she's going to write a blame it on you. Blame it on you. Okay, so um, you've got November 14th coming up. Yep. Yeah, November 14th at the Aretha uh, Aretha's Jazz Cafe at the Music Hall downtown Detroit, which and, is and an awesome venue. It is a cool venue. And this Saturday is Local Scream, so yep. everybody can tune in at 2 o'clock because it's probably going to be Facebook Live. They're tech savvy over there. Yeah. Also, I want to say on the 14th, we're shooting a music video oh. for the song Love Story. It's going to be Ooh. like very crowd participating oh, and everything. Cool. So, yeah. I so, like, like will everybody that's there be in the video? Or if they gonna, please, yeah. yeah. But okay. um, the, the, the shots we're getting are going to be, like, live shots, like, you know, shots of us performing it, and then also people dancing and stuff. So, oh. okay. Well, I so will you, be dropping it like it's hot. I will start practicing right now. No yeah. taken. So you <laughs> put you in the back. <laughs> so you, you have awesome. all these different projects, and then these videos are going to be released on YouTube or? Yep. Yeah. So we're shooting two music videos. One of them is for the collab project for Never Ended Storyline, which we still have yet to announce. I know. But, um, Sorry. But and we're that's shooting this the, weekend. Yeah. So we're shooting those videos. I'm hoping to have the, the other videos for You Should Know. Okay. So I'm hoping to have that video out maybe in the next couple of weeks. And then uh, I'm working on putting together two other music videos off the album that I'm hoping to have them all out by the end of the year. So, so. each song is going to have a video? No. I'm oh, okay. working on, there's four total oh, four. videos right now. Okay. And then Used To has the video from the listening party all right mm. well um great job on everything yeah. Thank yeah. You. congratulations it, it really is, is. So absolutely I'm so amazing proud. thank you mom the real amazing. mom yeah. yeah the real mom. i can't call you he mom. calls me mom because start, Nora's why don't you start giving him gas money then and doing his laundry <laughs> and everything else, i'll give okay? him gas money I'll oh john paul you're just uh <laughs> seriously great job and uh thank again you. i'm i learned a lot from you just Staying focused on the road and not looking at the walls. So, <laughs> Thank you. You know, right. um, which is lucky for me because I ride with her a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you guys carpool. <laughs> that was good, Nora. Woo, thank you. Um, we're going to. I. You know what? We don't have time, unfortunately, to play both songs. But again, the album is called Clarity, and you can get it. All Where? digital platforms, SoundCloud, digital. Spotify, uh, Apple Music, and they're going to be... Title, Google on, Play, yeah, Amazon Prime. All yeah. that good stuff. All that good stuff. And oh, it's going to yeah. be on YouTube shortly, one song by song, when we get these music videos pumped out. Oh, fantastic. All right. So I think we're going to close the show with uh, you, my favorite song, Used To. Is that all right? That's fine. <laughs> all right. But before we <laughs> cool. do that, 
Sometimes the only mode of transportation available is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith. Thank you, guys. Happy you, John Paul. John Paul. John Paul. Yourself restrained. Don't you know that I feel the same way? I'm not what you used to. I'm not what you used to. Not what you used to. Yeah. You've been saying you're down for me, hesitating your own feelings, keep replaying the past standings that you wait and see. You've been saying you're down for me, hesitating your own feelings. Keep replaying the past endings as you wait and see. Wasting your time, but I'm not what you used to. 3 a.m. when you're trying to sleep, I know you're still thinking of me. So much so you light up my screen, 'cause you're just trying to see if I'm not what you used to, not what you used to. I'm not what you used to, not what you used to. Yeah, you've been saying you're down for me, hesitating your own feelings. Replaying the past standings that you wait and see. You've been saying you're down for me, hesitating your own feelings. Keep replaying the past standings that you wait and see. La la let me be, just what you need. La la let you see what we could be. La la let me be, just what you need. Let you see. Let me be just what you need. Let 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 you see what we could be. Let 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 me be just what you need. Let you see. You've been saying you're down for me, hesitating your own feelings. You've been playing the past endings that you wait and see. You've been saying you're down for me, hesitating your own feelings. Keep replaying the past endings that you wait and see. 